Welcome back to the Twin Cities Carry Live Show, episode 25-ish. I'm not really certain. <laughs> I'm not so worried either. Um, we are Twin Cities Carry. If you guys can't tell, I'm beat, and I'm barely with the times. AJ wants to get moving, and Jim's just like, what's going on? Cool. Gentlemen, thank you for joining me. Uh, I think I think last time, AJ, you were... You were off vacationing somewhere or something like that. I don't know. Um, work. Work. Yeah, I'm just I'm picking on you. I'm picking on you. That's all. Uh, the, the, what, the Sunshine State? Is that Florida? Or Florida Man We're State? definitely sunny. Yeah. Uh, Jim, how you been? Anything new? Uh, I know, uh, tried out a new gun at the range today. A friend of mine was in town. We went did some shooting this afternoon. What gun is that? It was a uh, very customized Colt Commander, about the lightest trigger I have ever fired. Colt Commander, nice. Yeah. Had a real nice short reset on it, too. It really fired nicely. Those right. start with a pretty short pull in the first place. Right. Yeah, and this one has been modified. It was, it, was a, it was a very easy gun to fire inadvertently if you weren't careful. Uh, which, I mean, I don't want to... Well, that you can that can be said about most 1911s that have had a trigger job. Um, that second shot, I, I've seen it quite a few times where people right. will, uh, and, you know, unexpectedly have a, a, a follow up shot they weren't planning on. So, um, which speaks to understanding your firearms. It wasn't Joel that's in town with a gun like that, was it? Actually, it was. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he refused to come on tonight. That's fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. I had to take a stab, given it, was, uh, uh, given it was a 1911. Uh, Joel, who, who is our, our resident Texan, transplant Texan, I guess. I don't think he's native, so. Um, well, he's been gone from Minnesota about as long as he lived here now, but he didn't live in Texas the whole time, so. I don't know what you call him. Uh, I'm going to assume you shot well with that uh, 1911, or that Colt Commander, excuse me. Very nice yep. gun, yeah. Jim's going to be selling all of his striker fire pistols next week. <laughs> <laughs> Which will be good for me and you, AJ. No, but uh, you know, interestingly, Joel is taking a couple of mine along with him because a friend of his down there is looking to replace the less than ideal gun that she does own. And, uh, you know, we're helping her pick out something that's maybe a little bit better choice for her to carry or have on her nightstand. I don't want to pick on anybody, but what is less than ideal? Is it something that's in a 380 caliber? Bursa Thunder. In 380? In 380. Yeah. That is a less than ideal firearm. Um, it's a functional firearm sometimes. <laughs> I've, I've, you know what? Bursa doesn't get talked a lot about. It's not one of the manufacturers that uh, I mentioned in class, but it is up there with guns I've seen fail on the range in perfect ideal settings. So, I've certainly seen lists that talk about guns that you should not carry, and Bursa Thunders are are very often on such lists. The reliability is is not high. That doesn't even like enter into the realm of gun I would ever even think of as a carry firearm. Yeah. Nope. nope. Definitely yeah. a, a range toy, right? I mean, yeah. You don't rely on that thing at the range, but yeah. 
is Bursa even still making guns? I, I should I know, know but uh, the, the reason she's actually looking to get rid of it is she can't even find ammo for it anymore. So, like, great, we're going to get her up into a nine, you know, nine millimeter platform. So now it's just trying to figure out what the right gun is. You know, does she need something cocked and locked? Because unfortunately, she apparently carries in a purse when she carries, which I'm not a fan of. But if you're not going to cover that trigger, I think you've got to have a manual safety on the Jim, thing. when you carry your purse, I'm not going to tell you how you should or shouldn't carry your firearm <laughs> along with it. Now you'll just criticize my lack of color coordination, right? That's the socks that day. Hey, hey, how you want to spend your money, your coach purses are important to you. It's cool. Uh, I'm looking at the, the Bursa. You can get the Bursa Thunder 380 Combat Edition. That's probably what you needed to get. I don't know. I feel for her. She bought a gun that she thought fit her well and she liked, and unfortunately, yeah, it's not a great gun. So, yeah, um, and fortunately, she's open to changing it out, and she's got somebody competent helping her. Yeah, absolutely. Man, I don't know. He's got an obscene love of 1911s. So, there is that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, for what it's worth, he took a revolver with him because somebody else recommended a revolver. He said, I'm going to take this one along and let her shoot it so that we can see why she shouldn't have a revolver. Yeah, so that and we then, can fix that misconception right now. Yeah, and then he actually took my uh, my Glock 34 to propose a, a striker-fired solution. Uh, Glock 34 is a good option. Um it certainly wouldn't be a good carry option, but, you know, they all work the same, and that's what I have, so. No, but, I mean, it's, you know, it depends. I, I guess if she likes the grip angle on the Glocks, well, hey, there you go. Now we can start talking about, like, a 43 or preferably, preferably a 43X, so at least you have uh, that, that those 10 rounds. Um, yeah, I think what Joel's trying to get her into is an M&P EZ um, in 9mm because, you know, I think she's uh, she's older than I am, and uh, there's starting to be some of that, you know, arthritis and rack the slide issues. And AJ wants to talk now. I was gonna say I think you should have stuck her with the 34 and just brought her out to the clothing store and got her a bigger coat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're we're getting close to hoodie season. Yes, we are dangerously big, close. In fact, big gun carry time. So. Which is all I care about. If you got um, air, air conditioning, you can make it hoodie season already, right? Dude, I can't. I it's been so hot this year. I hate it, dude. Um, and forever too. It got a hundred in like June and stayed there. Right. Um, hang on a second here. Uh, text messages coming in from my dad, who's in town for once. Um. All right. So yeah, it's hot. It sucks. Carrying sucks when it's hot. Carrying sucks when it's not hot, in my opinion. Like you meet the guys who are like, "Oh, it's like carrying nothing," and I'm like, "You're you're a goddamn liar." It's yeah, three guns. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I was saying, AJ, I haven't heard about four or five gun Friday at your office recently. <laughs> he, uh, he's he's toned it down to like two gun Friday, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, two gun Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's still occurring. Still occurring, but yeah, it's he's definitely dialed it back a couple. <laughs> uh, to his credit, in that picture of him, I couldn't tell he was carrying when he had five of them on him. No, so. you know, in, in a trained eye, I could tell, right? But I 
even knowing the guy, even knowing he carries and even looking for it, I bet I wouldn't have picked out five. No. He did a good job. And he's not a big guy. He's a pretty little guy. He, he He's he a pretty a little guy. He's a little fella. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, teach is their own. I, I can't. I'm, I've gotten in, in, incredibly lazy in how I carry this past summer. Um, it came up in class because Jim is used to me always having a level two holster. And as he's going on about how you should never carry with a level one holster uh, or a passive retention holster open, I'm standing there. And Lane's laughing and pointing at me as Jim's talking because Jim doesn't realize that I'm in a level one holster completely open. And uh, then Jim's like, so Shane, you got your level two holster? I'm like, nah, I'm doing exactly what you say don't do. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> yep. Uh, I've I've done the appendix, the inside the waistband, taken a cue from Jim. Like, it's all outside the waistband. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's I got two different holsters I rotate between. Um, one being a crossbreed holster, which is super comfortable. It's a leather backer with a Kydex front. Love it, but it goes through the belt loop, so you can't take it on and off easily. The other one. It's... Really, after a while, right? If you want a deep conceal, I mean, you got to conceal, and it's not going to be comfortable. But everyday wear, I, I completely agree. Outside the waistband is the way to go. Hundred percent. Now with hoodie season rolling in, and that's one thing I want to talk about was your guys' thought on level one, level two. Especially we're, uh, you know, uh, granted, I would say, I would even qualify us as seasoned veterans of carrying, and we clearly don't care about the perception because we're not doing it in a way that would ever deem us anything but normal people, right? Oh, you mean I shouldn't be like the dudes I saw at the state fair yesterday in their plate carriers? Yeah. Yeah, there were two dudes. No, I will give them credit. I don't know if you guys have seen Letter Kenny. One plate carrier had Pitter, the other had Patter, and I thought that was unique, so nice. Patter. Um, but they were, they were totally in plate carriers. Um, Hoodie season. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, smooth, Joel, smooth. Spent, spent too much time in Texas. <laughs> Hooded uh, sweatshirts, Joel. Uh, Button-up field shirts season. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so now there were a couple dudes running around the state fair in their uh, plate carriers yesterday, which I thought was a – a unique um, approach. They are well, there are. So they're wearing plate carriers, but not carrying. Correct. They weren't it's, carrying. You can't. Well, I shouldn't say you can't. You are unable to with the metal detectors that are in place now. So uh, it took me a minute. Jen reminded me this yesterday. The state troopers are doing the law enforcement at the state fair now, um, which, you know, cool. I'm all for, like, I think the original decision was dumb, but whatever. Uh, metal detectors are in place. They, uh, very smooth process, but you're definitely not carrying. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It was interesting. What was the Glock they mentioned in Die Hard, the full, uh, 
The man, oh, fake God. one. That was, what did they say? I don't know if they ever named a model, but he just said, hey, it's a Glock porcelain gun. Doesn't show up on your radar detector. No, no, that's a metal detector. It was a composite polymer gun. Yeah, like that fueled like politicians. Like that was politicians' wet dreams, right there. Like we can demonize guns more. I mean, like, isn't that how politics work? They just make shit up anyway. So why why not take it from the movies? Yes, correct. It's kind of a chicken and egg thing, though. Um, True story. I don't want to. I don't want to talk politics. A lot's happened in two weeks since we've been on here, and holy crap! Um, So, uh, yes, stay strapped or get clapped. I guess. Um, Oh, I don't know. uh, Back to the original questions. What's your guys' take on level one, level two holsters for outside the waistband? I know jam in a place. Yeah, fair enough. Um, you know, I'm not. I'm not so concerned about whether it's outside the waistband or inside the waistband. It's more of of open versus concealed. If you're open, especially in an area where it's not, you know, maybe underneath your arm, like if you're carrying open on your your flank, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna not be real happy if I see you in a level one holster for that, where somebody can just, you know, as we demonstrated in class, when you got that gun out of my pocket, but where there's anything I can do about it. That's an invitation to get your gun stolen. Okay, if it's if it's at you know one, two, three o'clock underneath your arm, maybe, but otherwise open, I'm all for the, the level two or better. Fair enough. Jim, I'm gonna disappoint you every time you see me. I, I think there's a time and a place in, in carrying for self-defense is probably not the time for a level one. Carrying for other reasons is probably more applicable. Applicable? Let's just switch it that way. (laughs) Appropriate? (laughs) Appropriate. Where I'm going with this is in scenarios where you're maybe you're out in the field hunting, maybe you're at the gun range, maybe you're I I don't know transporting, but carrying the house. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think there's a time and a place. I don't think when you're downtown Minneapolis carrying because you're worried about your personal safety in an unfamiliar environment is the place to do that. But that's one man's opinion. I agree, and and to your point, I am speaking as if we are assuming defensive care. Right, and I'd I'd agree with that statement. You're out hunting and you've got it in that level one chest rig because you're worried about a bear? Completely appropriate. Sure. Double drop legs too. Um, no, you bring well, up a good. You, right. You you bring up a good point though because I I absolutely intend to carry in a level one going forward, but I, I don't open carry. But I also also a good statement. I, I I there's a difference between deep conceal and I just put my shirt over it. I just put my shirt over it. I don't care if I print. But there's still that that is another barrier and another level. Um, but then going to what AJ said, like I'm a big believer of if you wouldn't go there without a gun, don't go there with a gun. Um, so yeah, you're not going to catch me downtown Minneapolis where I feel I need a gun. So because my business doesn't require that because that's that's how I handle my business. Like I, my business is, per, is specifically around areas I'm comfortable at. So, so I guess 
Yeah, I'm in a happy medium, but uh, from from where you guys are both at, I don't know. I just uh, I don't I don't have it in me to care too much about printing. <laughs> I don't have it in me to care too much about like I'm I've spent enough money on holsters this year. Like I'm happy with what I got. I'm done. It is what it is. <laughs> Spend enough money on holsters every year. <laughs> AJ, you haven't had a revolving door of uh, firearms that you're carrying this year. No, I'm, uh, you know, I picked up a couple SIGs last year. <laughs> I know, and, uh, I know. They're stuck. I, I'm still jealous. I think there was a little those... trial and error there, and every trial just wasn't a great carry fit. That's all. Yeah. So. yeah. Still guns I like, but yeah. Yep, fair enough. And I mean, fair enough. One of them was what somebody else carried and decided wasn't the best choice for them, and now it's working out great for you. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's 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 no knowing what's going to work for you until you try and then figure it out. You, you can get all the advice you want, but you still have to sit down there and try them yourself. You have to go rent guns, and you have to make sure they fit and they work. And I don't think like that's the thing. I think the thing. I I have way too many words there. Uh, that cannot be overstated. Like, you have to go rent and shoot guns. You have to experience how they feel in your hand and what you're doing. Well, um, it's, I, it's kind of the cardinal sin, right? I mean, it, it, you don't buy a car sight unseen. And I use a car analogy all the time when it comes. Dude, all kinds of people are buying cars unseen now. <laughs> I, well, now, but you know, we probably do that with guns right now too. But definitely generally done speaking, that. you're going to go drive that thing to make sure it's not a pile of crap. And unfortunately, in the gun world, that is not a regular circumstance. No, it's not. People buy them and don't shoot them, and it, and it's almost all personal preference, right? So when we're talking carry guns, absolutely, you can do that. The the good ranges, um. The good ranges are going to have those to rent. I've not shot the Shield 2.0, but I have an M&P 2.0 full size, and uh, that's that's my that's the one that I have the the level two holster for. That's my winter carry. Uh, I have the Extendo mag on it, so I have 25 rounds. I absolutely love the M&P, M&P 2.0. Yeah, it's stupid. It's it's pointless. Um, but no, like yeah, you have to you have to rent it, you have to shoot it, you have to try it out, and you can do that with most of your carry guns and your your Glocks and your Sigs and your your Rugers and your Smith and Wessons. But once we start talking about like ARs, we start talking about you know CZs and stuff like that, and some of your higher end race guns or comp guns, you you do get you have a hard time finding those for purchase uh, or for rent, excuse me. So I don't know, I, I just. I don't think it can be stated enough that people have to have to rent. Speaking of renting and the Shield 2.0s, not terribly long ago. I, think, I don't know. I don't know when it was. <laughs> I rented a Shield 2.045, and I had a blast with that thing. Shield 2.045 out there. Nice, nice. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't own a 45, and uh, so I don't shoot them very often. And well, usually because there isn't a lot of mag capacity there, right? Without buying, the, you know, the forty rounder. <laughs> and, but uh, God, I had a blast shooting that thing. It's a good gun. Yeah, my two shots on the Shield two point oh. 
Not that anybody's going to go buy a 45 <laughs> shield 2.0, but, you know. It's been a while since I've had anybody with a 45 in class, but because um, that's even harder than 9mm to find. Or more expensive now, you can find it. Or easier. It could be easier. No. I don't know. <laughs> no, not anymore. Now that... uh. Perfect segue time. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Here we go. Right <laughs> now that this. all Russian ammo is going to be under an import ban, something like 43 to 45% of uh, ooh, ooh, port, ported 40 cal here. AJ, there you go. 40 cal is your, uh, it's your bread and butter. <laughs> you guys, it was. I mean, you guys and your dad. It was rounds. everybody's bread and butter for a decade. I mean, don't don't hate me, Michael, but that's a dead round. <laughs> I mean, it'll still be available for a long time. They pumped out tens of thousands of those guns. Yes. Late nineties, early two thousands, tens yeah. of thousands. They'll be around for yeah. a while. They're still fun, you know. Forty. It's not the gold standard like it was fifteen years no, ago. No, it it filled us. It it filled a niche. Until uh, technology was able to advance nine millimeter loads, and nine millimeter loads now are significantly better than what they were um, when forty was really bridging the, the gap between. Back, back then, I mean, the, the reason police officers switched over, like there, there was such poor penetration. Mm. Door skins. That's right? what she said. Windshields, like it just. Just couldn't yeah. get it in, you know? <laughs> I got you. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, you got to switch over and make sure you get the job done. That's all. But now, with that smaller unit, you can get right in there and things work just fine. It's fine now. It's it's socially acceptable. <laughs> yep, 40 <laughs> short and weak. <laughs> it's also what she said, short and weak. Not to knock the 40, I think it's... I'm not going to say it's a horrible round, and I'm not going to say it's a great round. I no. think it's a good round. I think it's still very usable. It's just not the gold standard that it used to be. That's all. No, it served a purpose. It bridged a gap until technology caught up. Um, and now I think I think 9mm is the... Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah, you can convert it. Um, nothing wrong with that. I, I we just like to rip on forty. I like to rip on forty personally. I'm, I'm a snob. Anything, shoot the shit out of it. Right. Oh yeah. Let everybody else sell their forties. Move on to nine millimeter in five years. Buy a shit ton of forty for dirt cheap. Um. No, I mean, it all served a purpose. Uh, you know, nine millimeters the the new hotness right now. But you know. Maybe in 10 years it's something different. It definitely won't be 5.7 by 28 because that's mostly produced in Russia and we can't have much <laughs> Well, I mean, like a, a good example, like 30.30, right? That was right. how long ago. Oh, 30.30. Kind of died on the vine and now it's making resurgence. Well, that's because uh, I have my opinion on why 30.30 It's mostly nostalgia, popular. I would think, but. No, I think it's because they're all bitches. <laughs> <laughs> 30 is weak. Um you know, it's 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 not a strong round. It's a fun one to shoot. Absolutely, it's a it's a serviceable hunting round. Uh, in here in Minnesota, you know what? You you don't have many long range shots if you're hunting up north. Thirty thirty works. I think it's just a comfortable round for people to shoot. It doesn't kick as much as a three oh eight or even a thirty out six. Um, but yeah, it's still fun. I mean, a lever action thirty thirty is fun as hell. 
So, oh, but yeah, back to the whole Russian ammo thing. Uh, they are banning any imported ammo from Russia. As I was saying, like 40 plus percent of the American market is Russian ammo. So we're talking about Tula, Wolf, um, which, yeah, I don't know. It, it's, I think that the government came, the, the Fed came out and said this was in response to, um, oh, I forget what they said that they were trying to punish Putin for, but, uh, yeah, we're, we're just getting back on solid footing with um, with ammo, right? Prices are coming down. Supply is off. Yeah, it's not a coincidence. There. Not with this administration. It's a it's a de facto ban. I don't. It's a calculated move. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, Jim. What's your take? I don't pay as much attention to current events as you guys do, but. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's 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 hard to it's hard to bite off the coincidence. Oh yeah, no, I don't believe that for a hot second. Uh-uh. Yeah. So, I agree, I a hundred percent, right? Like that was always the um, the talk is you control the ammo if you can't control the guns. Yeah, limit the uh, supply more and more. Um, I don't think it's going to be as impactful as um, as they think because. We're already getting a large supply from Czechoslovakia and from other countries, right? So, Seller and Belia, Theoki, uh, yeah. a few others. Is, I, former, is, is, former is there, USSR. Yeah. yeah. Is, is there an end of the range or, 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 or segment of the market that, that, that Russia had more than another? Like, obviously, I would think that cheap steel case by 39, it was more likely to come from Russia than maybe. <sighs> Yes. Yeah, on cheap 7.62. <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely. 7.62 by 39, 7.62 by 45, uh, 7.62 or uh, 5 by 45. Um, all of that was absolutely premier uh, Russian manufacturer. Um, I, I think that these companies will set up shell companies in former USSR company uh, countries and. Oh. And they'll start importing. So I don't. I don't 100%. think it. I don't think it will be as impactful. I actually think it's a sneaky way to say, "Look what I'm doing. I'm doing good, attacking guns without actually doing anything." Uh, at least I hope. I could be wrong, but I really, I really hope that it's not going to be as impactful as they want. Uh, well, by your thought, it's just going to be a period of time, and then you know we'll be we'll be good again. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, it's just not a long period of time. Yeah. Um, you know, it'll take time, though. I mean, you can't just spin up a... As we saw here in in the last year, two years, you can't just spin up an ammo manufacturing line because if you could just spin up a line, well, you know, local local ammo manufacturers would have been doing that, right? You could just turn up a tooling line and be a done deal and you'd be making more ammo than anybody else. So, um, I don't know. It's it's absolutely another roundabout way to go after guns, and uh, I don't I don't I don't like that. But you know I don't want to get into it, but there's a lot they do I don't like. Well, did you guys see any of the uh, postings that Gun Owners Caucus Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus had about the mail they receive? No. 
they posted a couple of postcards that they had received in the mail in response to their lawsuit about, uh, you know, the metal detectors and banning guns at the state fair. And the, the mentality that we're dealing with, um, one of the postcards said, why can't you stop murdering us? <laughs> and the other one said something like, can't you keep, take a day off from killing thousands of people? And it's like, well, that's because that's the, not what legal permitted gun carriers are all about. I mean, they just they just totally don't get it at all. Also, so, you can't take a day off. Not if you're going to the state fair. AJ, that one's for you. <laughs> <laughs> See, we do. That guy's got a pretty good beard. I can't yeah, argue we, with that. We do trim beards around here on occasion, so it's just a case of who's trimmed most recently. What are you talking about? I haven't shaved in like eight years, Jim. And AJ can attest to this. I literally have. No, yeah, he's been growing that beard for eight, 18 years. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're gonna leave Shane out of these. That the, the hair doesn't grow either. <laughs> all right, all right. So, I I got to show you guys because it's been an ongoing thing. Uh, here, hang on. Oh, gross! Hippie, it's starting to look like your wife. Uh, you can't hear me. <laughs> I, I, I yeah, couldn't hear I'm you. Really I heard gross. I have a beard like I was that. like, oh, that's a missed opportunity. <laughs> I uh, can't grow the killer beard, but I can still grow hair on the top of my head. So Well, it looks cute. Well, I can grow beard and I can grow hair on the top of my head, but they ain't got any color left anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's frustrating. As well, the, long hair you know, we'll take the Charles Barkley approach. Round is a shape. Okay, white is a color. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so back to the, the, yeah, I believe that they get absolute hate mail like that. And um, maybe that's where our side of the, uh, the, our side of things fails is we don't send mail in mass like they do. Um, we don't petition like we do. They are the vocal side. They are the ones calling for whatever they call for. Um, that being said, they've been led to believe that we're all, yeah, out there murdering everybody. Uh, Joel just put a comment, and I wanted to touch on this. I was thinking about this as we started talking about this. This is the very first day for constitutional carry in Texas. And going back to what you said, Jim, I saw just an absolute ton of comments about how Texas was just going to be bathed in freaking blood uh, day one of constitutional carry. Um, That's why Joel's in Minnesota. Didn't want to be there when it happened. <laughs> Did, didn't want to partake. <laughs> it's like the purge down there right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like that every day. Uh, for what it's worth, Joel went down to Dakota County and applied for his Minnesota permit this week. Good for him. Nice. Very nice. It's Unfortunately, there's no reciprocity between the two states. Well... Correct. So he needs his permit up here to carry, but he doesn't need it down there while he's a Texas resident. Yeah, anyway. as of today, he doesn't need one down there now. So. <laughs> he was scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good for Texas. Uh, it's not like it'll ever happen here in Minnesota. So, I mean, that's just, it's not going to happen. 
That'd be a real tough sell here. Yeah. Uh, we don't we don't have the the media machine behind our cause. So and you know. Hey, maybe they'll uh, just declare us all terrorists and give us free guns too. Yeah, that would be better. Would it though? <laughs> yeah. yeah, if we call ourselves Taliban, does that mean we get free guns? I don't want to go down that rabbit hole because it, it, it we are. Oh no! I it's it's too <laughs> infuriating. It's too maddening. We can't go there. I'll, I I won't be able to sleep tonight. Right. Um. I don't, I don't quite get it. So I don't know. It, it's weird. Um, maybe we should touch on the, the whole Minnesota gun owners caucus and their lawsuit and filing an injunction that I personally think never had a shot. Um, and I, I think so. Okay. The Minnesota gun owners caucus, which is a great organization, uh, did file suit to, uh, in regards to the Minnesota State Fair having a de facto gun ban by having metal detectors and banning firearms on their their facility or their premises, excuse me, uh, they filed for a temporary injunction against the fair, and that motion injunction was denied. Um. Every year, every year. It gets worse and worse for us. Oh yeah, I, I'm specifically referring to the fair. Yes, I. This was the first time I haven't carried in the fair uh, since I don't know four or five years, I guess. Um, we go early though, like we go super early uh, when we go to the fair. We're not interested in the big crowds. We're not interested in all the bullshit. Um, but yeah, every year it gets harder and harder. I couldn't even. I couldn't even carry a pocket knife in there. Um, I had to go back to the truck because of my pocket knife, which to me is absolutely ridiculous. The pocket knife is the absolute last, like, I would never try and defend myself with a pocket knife, right? Because uh, it's not going to go well for me. But, yeah, couldn't even carry a pocket knife in there. So it's only going to get worse. Well, as an aside, did you try anything interesting on the food side while you were there? That's the only reason to go to the fair, as far as I'm concerned. Unless you're going to a concert, is is you know the different kinds of foods they have. So anything cool? No, um, you know, we, no, uh, no, <laughs> no. Just, not, well, not cool. Like we got we got the staples. Like I was, I was explaining to Jim the other day. Like we go to the fair stupid early. We get up at six. We leave the house at six thirty. We're at the fair. We park inside the fairgrounds. Seven o'clock. We're in the fair. That's far too early in the day to have a three-foot sword corn dog. I mean, I beg to differ, but whatever. <laughs> I'm not saying it wouldn't. I'm saying it's early. <laughs> so, but we, you know, we like we have a tradition, right? We go, we go to O'Gara's Garage every every year. We have breakfast. You know, me and Jen and the kids. We have breakfast there. By the time we finish up breakfast, for you know, seventy-five goddamn dollars. Um, we hit the kid midway, kidway, get in there before it gets busy. And then we go, you know, by then the International Bazaar and all the shops up by the uh, Blue Barn are, are open. And we wander around there and I start drinking beers. So we're home by noon. 
swear to God, they did. I had no idea they did breakfast at the fair. Uh, only certain places. So had yeah. no idea. Yep. I don't. I don't like the big crowds for multiple reasons. But number one is it's too many, too many things to pay attention to. Too many people You're scared of Corona, aren't you? Uh, I mean, no. death. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's hundred percent. It's it's the Corona. <laughs> I'm, um, <laughs> you don't want to miss work again because you have it again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I I actually didn't miss work from having COVID. I missed work when I got the freaking vaccine, so which I will not be repeating. Um, no, it's it's good. It's a good time. We get in, we get out, and uh, we're we're out of there before the crowds get big. Before uh, people have had a full day of drinking and make poor decisions and, you know, jeopardize, potentially jeopardize um, me or my family. So, yeah, well, it works. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing when you're at the, the fair and, and, you know, you're maybe just with another group of adults or whatever. When you had a couple of young ones you got to watch over like that, it just gets even harder to be in a crowd. Yeah. See, not a fan, Corey, not a fan of crowds either. 100%. There's too many variables. There's too many things. Like, I'll do it when I have to. Um, and, uh, hey, see, Joel's right there with me. He gets it. <laughs> Stupid early. He didn't yeah, have I, a choice then. He was a little kid. It's <laughs> probably what my kids will say. Um, <laughs> dude, I love it. It's the, like, it was nice. We went, on, we went uh, yesterday. Super dead. I, I was jokingly saying, um, I'm a fan of COVID because it makes the fair very bearable. So <laughs> it made it dead. Um, and I, I need that. I'd like, I don't need that. I just, you know, like I said, it's that whole premise of uh, not going somewhere with a gun that I wouldn't go without a gun. Right. It's just, and I, I've been mentioning it like the way I explain this to people lately is it's all about percentage points in life. I am looking to put more tenths of a decimal percentage point in my favor versus not in my favor. So avoiding large crowds and avoiding big clusterfucks of stupid humans is more percentage points in mine and my family's favor. So that's what it really breaks down to. So, I don't know. You guys. Yeah, I mean, I, I know your your thought was not to go, but uh, you know, as a compromise, that certainly sounds like the best way to do it if you have to go. The odds are you if were you out of there to go. A lot of this if you were forced. To yeah. go, go stupid early and have breakfast. Um, well, I mean, I I would say I was forced to go. I, I didn't have a lot of input on that conversation. It was, this is the day we're going. And I said, this is what's happening. Okay. Give me one quick second, guys. Carry the conversation for half a minute. He's being beckoned and ordered to do more things. <laughs> Yeah, she's, ah, he's back. the hat off. He's going to get a haircut. And... Oh, good lord! What did I what What did I miss? I'm sorry. What? Yeah, I bet it wasn't uh, very long. We didn't get much of a chance to talk about it. No, I realized what I did as soon as I stepped away, and I was like, "Nope, can't do that." So I wasn't. <laughs> you forgot who you stepped away from. <laughs> no, I wasn't sure if it was my uh, my daughter at the door or my cat. So. Um, it turned out it was the cat, so I didn't care. You know, daughter. in my case, I'd be surprised with either. The daughter ain't here, and I don't have a cat, so... It'd be weird if it here, we got a problem. <laughs> yeah. 
Correct. Um, no, I don't know. It's it's uh, whatever. We went. I did have fun. We uh, I got my cheese curds, which are my all time favorite fair food is cheese curds. That's my number one. Uh, she got her deep fried pickles. They got deep fried candy bars and all kinds of other crap. So we don't get too adventurous though. No, there was nothing really new. Oh, uh, there were buffalo chicken donut bites with Southwest seasoning and bacon bits on them. Hmm. It was actually pretty good. That that was that was the adventurous one. So highly well, recommend. I certainly would, would would second the idea of that being adventurous. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm all about the donut, man. I, I can pass on cake when it's dessert because that's like the 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 baked world of potato chips. You know, I want the ones that are fried in oil, and when 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 you fry cake in oil, it's called a donut. So I'm all about the donuts, but I don't know about the buffalo sauce on them. Yeah, it was good. I don't do uh, I don't do donuts generally. So, uh, you know, there was something I I did want to bring up, and now I can't find the damn article. I want to say it was uh, West Virginia was giving away custom uh, guns as a vaccine incentive, and uh, I didn't I didn't get a chance to read it. I thought it was I thought it was interesting. Um, you know, now that you say it, I'm like, wait a minute, that does sound familiar. I think I saw that because I thought, you know, how interesting that a, a state so close to something like Virginia that just so quickly went so anti-gun is still so pro-gun like that. Yeah, the Virginia thing. I mean, they're they're suffering from what every other state is, is which is their large metropolitan area is so drastically blue um, that you know it, it drives the whole state. Um, have you have you seen the new thought process out there that that rural America is becoming the new Confederacy um, in that you know kind of Civil War idea? No, um, I don't know. I don't want to get into that one. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh. just at the state fair. No, we're not going down that rabbit hole. Uh, no, uh, it, well, so the the interesting thing, to complete side uh, derailment here, uh, Virginia, if I remember right, their governor only basically gets like one term and that's it. I don't remember if it's one or two, but yeah, there's there's a strict term limit in place, and this was just kind of something to uh, leave a legacy on the way out. Yeah. Um, uh, four year term. I uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm not. <clears throat> it's not saying anything here, but um, I, I feel like it was yeah a very short term. So um, like. Northam, yeah, I believe it's Northam in Virginia, just like rammed it, everything he could through. And it's like, yep, yeah, fuck y'all, I don't care. Yeah, four years, not eligible for consecutive terms. So yeah. I wonder if that means you can do four off four on four off four. That's the way I would. a dangerous <laughs> game, too. Right. Whatever. This isn't Virginia. Uh, or, and yeah, thankfully. And although we're maybe worse. Um, I don't know. I don't have anything else to dig into. It's we're, we're at forty-five minutes. Maybe we'll call it a a short one this week, gentlemen. 
That's fun, All right, though. boys. A lot of good comments, which I appreciate. Um, <clears throat> we'll be have, we'll be back in two weeks. Uh, please like and subscribe. Find us on YouTube. Find us on Instagram. Oh, what is uh, anywhere you can listen to a podcast? Right, Apple, Google, whatever you, you whatever your flavor of choice for podcasts you can find us on. Just look up Twin Cities Carry or TC Carry. I have us. I have list. I have us listed both ways. Ah, gentlemen, thank you much. We'll talk in two weeks. See you, bye.